0: Welcome to the Property Unleashed Podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, Mark Fitzgerald. It's great, as always, to have you joining me here. Uh, If this is your first time, then welcome to the podcast. And if you are one of my repeat subscriber and listeners, then welcome back. As always, it's superb to have you joining me today. So today's topic and what I want to talk about is a little bit of a, a story of where a lot of people could be Uh, when they're getting into property and when they're looking at starting something new. Now, whether this is property or this is just getting into business in general, you've really got to have a good reason for doing what you're doing, a passion, really, for doing what you're doing. But there are different levels that you can get involved at anything. And it really is good to sort of have a look at those different levels. Dan Hill always says there's three levels in property. You have the landlord level, which is the starter's level. You have the next level up from that, which is the investor's level. So you've sort of taken off the landlord's hat. You're not running around and doing all of those jobs. Uh, You've got systems in place and you're investing and using your time more wisely. And then after that, the third level he has is the entrepreneur level where, you know, you're looking at employing about 13 or more people and you're going to build in systems, you're going to build it corporately, you're going to build a massive business. Those levels and everything and the understanding of those can really, really help you when you're starting out. Because if you're anything like I was when I started out, I just wanted a business. Do you know what I mean? Now, whether I I acted as a sole trader or had a limited company, either one can still mean that you have a business. If you're doing the rent-to-rent strategy, And I've always said, if you've got more than three, four or five properties, it's a business. All of a sudden, it's a business. Now, if you look at this and say, I want to make sure that I don't start my business till I have a handful of properties, i.e. five properties or more, you're going to miss the cut if you know what I mean, you're going to miss where you need to be. You need to set yourself up and lay your foundations down at the very, very beginning to make sure that they're solid foundations for you to be able to build your business on. If you go in with a flaky sort of mindset, not really structuring how you want to be in, say, 12 months to three years, you can find that you will become demoralized and You lose focus and traction because you don't know what your vision is. Uh, And I talk a lot about that on this podcast. But really... It's about building something you can be proud of. And I think first and foremost, if you can honestly say what you're going into and what you want to build can make you proud, that will help drive you. There needs to be a purpose there. It could be for your family. It could be for having more time freedom, which we talk about a lot of. It could be for having more money. It could be for making wealth beyond your wildest imaginations, depending on the size of the business and how you actually want to form it all. But have an idea at the beginning. Yes, this can change later on, But really sit down and know what it is you want to start and what it is you want to build. And then if you're doing a strategy, which we always talk about here, rent to rent strategy, which I love. You've really got to look at this strategy as a business. Now, if you said to any business owner. How did you get on starting your business? Was it a quick influx of customers? Did you sell lots of products from the word go? And you may get the rare people saying, Yes, I found a niche product and it flew off the shelves and it made my fortune. But most cases, businesses take time to gather momentum. Most new businesses don't even see out 12 months. Most new businesses are out of business within five years. Five years. And then I get people coming up to me saying, "I'm trying to do rent to rent. I've been trying to get customers or landlords or properties for the last six months, and I haven't got anything, so I'm going to move on to the next thing. But do you know what i mean if you've you've got to be in it for the long haul now you may find landlords quite quickly, uh and I hope you do and if you do the right methods and you take the right actions, you should do You should be able to say to yourself." I'm going to start rent to rent. I'm going to get three properties, if nothing else, three properties in 12 months, which I think is more than doable. As long as you're consistently doing the right things, being consistent and persistent in your approach and what you need to do. What are those things where you need to be marketing? Any business, the life and blood of a business is getting out there, is getting the name out there. You know, People cannot buy from you if they do not know you exist. So you need to put yourself out there, and people need to see you. So you need to be marketing. You need to be networking. You need to be selling the services of your business weekly. You need to be out there weekly, getting in there to networking events, going to business events, talking to people, getting out there. You need to also be talking to the agents. You need to be getting in there again, getting out of your own way and talking to agents, selling your services in a a way that they understand. With all of this. I help my students do exactly all of this on the rent to rent Business Builder. But you need to make sure, however you've maybe been trained or however you've learned it, that you're consistently doing this week in and week out. Now, if you cannot afford to send marketing letters week in and week out, then do it every two weeks, do it every three weeks, do it once a month. But make sure that it happens. No excuses. No, I'm going to send some letters and maybe I'll speak to the agents when I get my first deal. Well, how are you going to get your first deal? You know, you might get it through the letters, but speed that process up. So, if it is taking people a long time to get traction in their business, it's because they are not doing those three things on a regular and consistent basis. If you are, you will find leads and you will find deals and you will eventually get those deals over the line. But again, if you set yourself up as a business, then you will be taking it to the next level when those opportunities come to you. I spent sixteen years in a corporate job, working my way up through the ranks, and I was miserable. In that time, I I didn't have I didn't really have much of a life. To be quite honest with you, I had my family, and I didn't appreciate my family. And the time I did spend with my family, I never felt present. I I felt quite emotionless. For Probably a good five years, really. And that was nothing to do with the people around me. That was nothing to do with my family or anybody making me feel like that. It was just me. I had no drive. I had no passion in myself. I was just going through the motions daily, just thinking there's got to be more to life than this. When I left school, I wanted to have my own business. I just never knew how I could do it. Um, which direction I wanted to do, I always thought you needed to find that niche idea, that one thing that you know everybody 's got all these ideas now. what I little did I realize that realistically you could just follow in the footsteps of successful people and put your own spin on things to create your own business, have your own values, have your own offering, and put yourself out there so I spent all of these years really um asleep. You could say I was asleep to the opportunities out there while I was working in my corporate job. I even jumped off a mountain. Well, I better say that right. I, I paraglided off a mountain on a holiday. a uh, Very, very high mountain. And the only reason that I did that all right, it was good. All right, now I've done it. I would do it again. but the only reason I did that was to try and get some emotional feeling out of myself. I thought by the time I get to the top of this mountain and they're asking me to run off the side with this parachute on me, yes, I had an instructor with me as well. I'm not completely crazy. I thought I'm going to be a bit worried, a bit scared, something, or I'm going to be um, high on adrenaline or you know something's going to happen to really drive some emotion into me. and you know what? It didn't. I ran off the side of the mountain and it was fun. It was it was a good uh, it was a good experience and one that I would certainly recommend to anybody to, to, to have a go out and try. Uh, and, and even when we landed, it was great. But, you know, I got down from there and I realized in me something was wrong. Something was up. I needed to change my life. I needed to change what I was doing. And it wasn't really an epiphany moment or anything at that time but it was an underlining moment that i look at and say this is probably where uh, the entrepreneur in me came out the the person that wanted more the person that really wanted to sort of have at least a go at trying to fulfill their dreams even if i failed you know what is failure at the end of the day it's really when you stop doing something that you're passionate about now you know I mean, even back then for me, I was so busy working 40 to 60 hours a week, um, thinking that was the right thing to do, doing overtime, doing um, extra hours, whatever it took, being in the position I was in. I had to do these things. So I didn't feel I had a lot of time to actually get up and start something for myself. But still longed to do so. And as I've said before, and and you've heard it on the podcast, if you've listened to it before, if it's your first time here, then please do go back and listen to episodes before. Um, I had an operation in 2018, which stopped me in my tracks, gave me a chance to look up, to stop worrying about everybody else in, in, in other businesses and focus on what I wanted to do for the future. And that was where I came across property. I came across all the different strategies. I started to get out there and network and move myself forward. And then when I wanted to start in property, I picked a strategy. Rent to rent wasn't my first choice. I'll be quite honest with you. I I always thought naively why would a landlord give me their property? Why would uh, an agent work with me? And all of those different things. And it wasn't until I networked with people that I saw how it was done, that I started to get out there and do it for myself. Then I got myself educated. I did the Simon Zucci's Mastermind program, of which I was top performer uh, and overall winner. And I always like to say that because I'm very proud of that fact. And I've done other trainings as well, just to get my knowledge uh, and better myself so that I am a true expert in the field that I operate right in. I am a business owner. I set myself up when I started to do my rent to rent business as a business. I wanted it to be a brand. I wanted it to be something I can look at and be proud of. And that is how I went into it. And I wasn't going to fail. My business was going to get clients. It was going to get landlords. It was going to work with agents. Why? Because I set myself up for success. And this is what I say. Set yourself up as a business. You can do this at landlord level. Now, what do I mean by landlord level, going back to what we said at the beginning of the podcast? Landlord level is you're wearing all the hats. You're doing everything. You don't really have any systems in your business to help support you. You may have a tenant management software, but you do everything. You organize everything. You might not clean the properties yourself. You may get a company in for doing that. But pretty much everything else revolves around you and your business cannot survive without your input. That is a landlord level business sort of um, owner. We don't want that. And this is what I teach now is to make sure that you set yourself up. Yes, you may be a landlord level for the first few properties, but you're an investor at heart. Your foundations are for at least being at an investor level where you are going to have processes written out in your business for people to be able to follow, i.e. if you do viewings, how do you do your viewings? What do you say on your viewings? What do you wanna know? From the tenants that potentially coming into your properties. You write all of these down in bullet points and you could give it to somebody and they could go out there and do the viewings on your behalf. And you know that that process of what they're doing, i.e. the viewings, is being done at the level that you want it to be done at. And they would be saying the same questions and looking at the same sort of things Um, about the people that you would as well, i.e. have they got hoods up? Have they got baseball caps? Were they on time? Are they chatty? Are they very cagey about questions about where they're coming from and what they're doing? All of those things you'll build in to your business. And if you can do that as you're going, as you're going along, It's so much easier. I didn't start this process of doing this until I was five properties, five to six properties into my rent to rent business. And it's very hard then when you're running around wearing all the hats, then thinking, I want to bring people in and trying to train people, trying to write processes, trying to manage tenants, trying to manage properties, trying to onboard new properties, trying to get your marketing out there. There's a lot to take in. And all of a sudden, very, very quickly, you can get very, very busy. And this is where people get overwhelmed. They start dropping the ball. They start doing not such a good job and they start letting people down. And in your business, you want to make sure you're not going to let people down. Don't let yourself down. okay? don't let yourself down. So you want to be looking at this for the long haul. If you've already started this and you're looking for deals, make sure you're writing out the processes or the techniques of how you look for deals so you can hand it to other people. As soon as you can actually start putting people like VAs into your business, virtual assistants, these are the tasks that can be done at desktop level so they can be done at a computer so really they can be done remotely. Anybody anywhere in the world can do these tasks. You can hand these out to very good VA, virtual assistants. You can also look to get a PA, a personal assistant to help you as well with these same sort of tasks and these same sort of things. You then want to be looking for somebody to do your viewings for you. Now, if you're doing service accommodation and you're not doing HMOs, let's say, you still want to be looking at potentially either a system or a company that can sort out your properties for you, that can manage your properties for you, that can channel manage and advertise them for you, or you can set your VAs up to do this all in the background for you as well as a business that means you don't have to do everything yourself but you want to have a maintenance team so you want a handyman or two or three or more or woman that you can call upon if you have a problem you want to have plumbers electricians builders plasterers you name it on your books so to speak you want to have a spreadsheet with all of these details on of who to call first and who you need to go through to get specific jobs done so that people can do this on your behalf. Yes, you do it all at the beginning, and that's the way that you know it works. When you've set this up and it all works for you, then you can start handing it to other people. But until that time, you will wear all the hats, you will do all the running around, and you will live a life that potentially isn't that great. And we've got to remember, if you start a business, you don't want to ever start a business to have another job. okay? If you want to be an investor or an entrepreneur, now you don't necessarily need 13 people and stuff like that. I class myself as an entrepreneur. I've got three businesses. I've got people working for me and I've got help and support. You can be an entrepreneur But you need to have these systems in place. You need to be able to call upon people as and when you need to. Now, if you're saying to me, Mark, I'm only interested in getting like a handful of properties. I don't want to be massive. I don't certainly don't want to be employing people and have the hassle of that. That is fine. But just be mindful of the fact That you may struggle to go on holidays, to have peace of mind, to even have a weekend with your family, with your loved ones, with your friends on your own. If you cannot put systems and processes in place, I, for the first year of my rent to rent business, ran around. I was going to say like a headless chicken, but I ran around doing everything. Okay. Now that's great in the sense that I learned a hell of a lot. I learned some really good tips and tricks that I've incorporated now into my businesses. And I show others now to do the same and how to set themselves up at the beginning with these same knowledge. So from my perspective, it really did help me. But looking back. It didn't help me at the time. OK, so this is what I'm trying to say to people is set yourself up for success, which is what I always say. But make sure at the very beginning, you know what you want to be. Do you want to be a landlord? Have a couple of properties and do everything. Do everything yourself. I wouldn't recommend that. It's it, it can be good in thought um, and it, you can get a warm, fuzzy feeling that, you know, you're going to be serving your clients and your landlords and everything. But that soon wears thin there's, uh, unless you're really, really good with all of that sort of thing, and then dealing with all of that sort of thing. For me personally, it it was fun at the beginning, but it soon becomes a headache. It soon becomes a bit like, I can't actually have a time off. Even if I went away with my family, I couldn't actually, you know, just switch off and not worry about the phone going, not worrying about there being a problem. Uh, And what you can see is you're going to come at this from a vastly different perspective. Now, if you're in, like I was, the corporate job, you're just really wanting to start something, anything to replace your wage to get you out of this corporate job. So you don't mind doing all the work. You're thinking to yourself, that doesn't matter. That sounds really good to me, Mark. Compared to what I'm doing on a day job, I don't care. I'll go out there, I'll deal with the properties, I'll deal with tenants, I'll deal with guests, I'll deal with all of this because it gets me out of my day job and that's fine. But you realize that your mindset will change again. Once you're out of the day job and you're working hard and you've got your own business and you're proud of it and things are going okay, your mindset will then change. What will happen is you will then start to have the same feelings about what you're doing as you did when you were in your job. Now, you may struggle to comprehend that at the moment, but it will happen. It will happen. Trust me. It happened to me. All of a sudden, I was almost resenting and hating my own business as much as I hated and resented being stuck in a corporate job. And I thought that would never happen because this is my business. And I thought, what have I done? What have I created? And why do I feel like this? And if you look back and I look, I look back and studied that. And it was really because I was just creating another job which was fun, but the novelty soon starts to wear off. Now I have a business that is fun. I do the things that I love, the things that I'm good at. I can concentrate all my time on. And now I have a team around me to do all of the bits and the jobs and stuff that I don't like doing. And everybody will have parts that they enjoy and parts that they don't enjoy. And the sooner you can get rid of the parts that you don't enjoy, the better your life will be. That means you're going to live the life of an investor. You're going to live the life of an entrepreneur. You're going to do a better job for your clients. You're going to serve your tenants uh, or your holiday makers, your clients or anything like that a hell of a lot better from that place. You're going to come up with new ideas. You're going to want to try and do new things. You're going to live an inspired life. Trust me. But that is where you want to be aiming To get to so as you are going, you document down. I enjoy this. I like this. You know what do I want to do now? What do I want more of? And what do I want less of? So there's always going to be things that you have to do. I have to go through cash flow uh, each month, obviously, as part of the business plan for myself. It's not something I particularly enjoy doing that much, only because it's all numbers, it's all spreadsheets, and. Some people love all of that. I'm not a massive fan of all of that. I'll do it because I have to do it. And it's a privilege to be able to do it. But it's not my strength. It's not what really makes me happy. So I have people that do it for me. And I watch over and I review things. And that's what I do best. I like to get out there. I like to talk to people. I like to inspire people, which is why I like to do this podcast. And I also like to make sure that people are winning. I'm all about being a supporter, which is my natural uh, sort of being, if you like. I like to help others genuinely and see them succeed. Uh, And on that topic... If you do need any help or support in anything, please visit uh, www.thepropertyunleashed.com, and we have some free tools and resources on the website. We also are changing those now. We're going to probably try and add new things nearly every month to that. So, free tools and resources to help you, free trainings, free little master classes that you can get out there and you can learn a bit more if that's what you're into. So, do visit that website. Uh, you can subscribe to the newsletter if you like. And then if we do put any more free tools and resources out, they will fall straight into your inbox. But anyway, back to the podcast. And it really is about you knowing where you want to be and how you're going to get there we will come to you as soon as you've laid down the foundations of how you want your business to be, what size you want your business to be, how your business will run, and really what you like doing, what you don't like doing, and what really you can outsource to other people. As soon as you're making a good profit, you can do all of these things. Wear the hats at the beginning, wear them with pride, but do realize that you'll only wear them so long before, A, you become demoralized, demotivated, and hate doing them, or B, which is even worse, you burn yourself out. Okay, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of successful people around me burn themselves out and it's not a pretty sight. Okay, everybody has a threshold, whether they think they're getting close to that threshold or not. Some will have quite a a severe tolerance to it all and some won't. But you can very easily burn yourself out massively. And if you try and force to work your way through burnout, You're going to play a slippery slide. You cannot do it. You have to switch off. You have to rest. You have to remove yourself from that. So make sure you've got the systems in place that when you do have burnout or you start to feel like you're getting tired and burning out, that you can step back safe in the knowledge that your business is in good hands and can run in the background without you. I hope this episode's helped you and made you think a bit more about this. And I look forward. To you joining me in the next episode. Please feel free to help yourself to the free tools and resources. Reach out to us, come and join the free rent to rent business builder group, and uh, I'll catch you in the next episode. You take care and bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group. And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.